how to put on the headphones and see how it sounds. Oh, that's great! Hello everyone and welcome to the Odyssey Scoopcast, your source for the latest in Adventures in Odyssey news, still in podcast form for those who don't have time to read. I'm your host, Garrett Vandenberg. Let's get started. Hey everyone, I'm back. We're reviewing album 61. Uh, this is the next episode. Here we go. So our next episode is called The Key Suspect. Again, another episode here written by Bob Hoos. Phil Lawler directed this episode. Probably why it didn't stink. Here's what happened. Uh, Basically, the Jones and Parker Detective Agency are back in the saddle after all the lockers in the school are opened, but nothing's taken from them. They're They're just unlocked and hanging open. Anyone could take anything. And at first, they think it's Jay, but then they think it's someone else. Then they think it's Jay. Basically, they go back and forth and they don't find anything. And then they find a bunch of uh, creepy clues that reference uh, things that are kind of otherworldly. Japanese. Well, otherworldly. Just other culture. And <laughs> other worlds fun fact, like Japan. there's an exchange student that for some reason decided... I'm going to do an exchange program in America, in America, in high school. and of Adventures in Odyssey. <laughs> rather, adventures in Odyssey. <laughs> this reminds me, Kevin, of one of those uh, reports you did on the ceiling fan where you were talking about how Odyssey is full of people of so many diverse yeah. cultures. <laughs> like it's like every, every other person is from a different there's country. There's so many different accents. And now we've got this exchange student. And then like Buck, at least there's an explanation for these two. Like, yeah, it used yeah. to be, it's just everyone had some <laughs> accent from New York and Chicago. Well, be, and because in an audio show, you have to have distinctive voices. So if they have a generic sounding voice, you got to spice it up with something. You know, I think Kevin and Garrett, you might sound a little bit too close, and I might sound too close to both of you. Maybe we should all speak oh, in accents. Oh, I'm lucky charms! <laughs> cheerio, cheerio. I am... Right We're all talking about British, cereal. Not British. <laughs> cheerio, cheerio. <laughs> all right, all right well... So, so, Ryan's sharing his thoughts about the episode. Right. <laughs> so, it, I didn't like it. I don't know. I like the Jones and Parker episodes when they... Here's what the perfect Jones and Parker episode should be. It should be like... The Hunter Brown mystery books. Did either of you, you like ever read those? You mentioned Brown? these last time, but... And Encyclopedia Brown, that's what I mean. Okay, yeah. I didn't know who Hunter Brown was. Anyway, Encyclopedia Brown, it told short stories, and at first, it wasn't even like there was a mystery. It just showed something, someone was doing something, and somehow they got the upper hand. Like, it'd usually be gotcha. the town uh, con artist trying to pull one over on the kids, and he'd notice just one mm-hmm. fact... That if you're super perceptive, you'd it was figure all, it all out. All the clues were there. Yeah, all the clues were there, but they weren't super specific. It wasn't like the note that I read. Some of the things that they said in that, I heard it and immediately thought, that doesn't mean this. That right. means this. And then later in the episode, they're like, huh, what in the world could this possibly mean? Let us go through it line by line because we're right. idiots and we can't figure it out. And then they were like, well, it's a haiku, so it must be the Japanese kid. <laughs> Racist, my <Yeah. laughs> Exactly. I thought that was a little weird. We've never <laughs> seen her before. <laughs> she don't belong around She's here. She's got incentive. <laughs> Where are you from? <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, this one was fine. I would give it a five out of ten. Yeah. Uh, lockers. <laughs> I um, I I gotta disagree with you though, Ryan, on this one. I felt like this was a solvable mystery. I mean, it, it, they threw me off a few times. I was really paying attention, trying to see. You had your magnifying trying... glass out. You were I like, my, I was like really in that like hat. magnifying my ears. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and I was trying to figure it out and I think just, it was pretty close to when they finally revealed it, but I did figure it out before the end. But the thing about this mystery is it's a little different than most of them are written. I'm not sure if it's a good thing or not, but the main clue that you get for who was really behind it is not in this episode. It's a different episode. Well, it's yeah, in, in Parker for president is when you kind of, um, mm. start to understand this kid, Maury. You learn that he's smart. <laughs> you Basically, all you got to know is Maury's <laughs> smart. But no, it, it kind of plays into it. And, and and if you're if you're thinking about it, like oh yeah, Mor- Maury is actually the one to have the most incentive. So, so I think it, I think it is solvable. But I did find it kind of weird that the primary clue was not actually in the episode. And it's weird so, that they ended it saying we didn't solve it. Yeah, that was the weirdest thing to me. Uh, that that's what's weird to me. You say it's a solvable thing, but they haven't. Right, solved they didn't it. solve it. But you don't know yeah, what yeah, actually. At the very end, they they have they, that little conversation between like, Maury and his sister. Yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, they don't really yeah, well, they say much. It. She they just says it. that she's. It's explained. She, you were just. <laughs> she doubts him and she denies it. Well, we know by the tone of his voice that he's lying. Or maybe that's just what they want you to think. Anyway, the other thing I really liked about this episode is that Dean was back, and he is my favorite new character by far. He's such a silly guy, and so far has been a pretty consistently funny, and his character actually makes sense and continues to act like a same character. Mm-hmm. So I love Dean. Happy to see him back. Happy to see they're not just discarding him. I liked this episode, but not a ton. It was pretty close Fair. to average. I'm, I'm going to give it a six mysterious open lockers out of ten. I already gave it lockers. Oh, wait, you did? Oh, but I, I gave him mysterious ones. Oh, yours yeah. are different. That's true. <laughs> so my rating is going to just be five out of five because I did enjoy the wait, episode. There were funny. Th- we're five out of ten. Sorry. Okay. But I, I did. That's I a did. pretty straight <laughs> bang in rating right there. <laughs> I, I hate it. I love it. Five out of the five I'm giving it, but that's out of ten. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Hope you enjoyed the review. But wait, are you still confused about this mystery? Why, yes, Garrett, I am. Are you having a hard time pinning down exactly why I'm so convinced that Maury did it? Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I guess it's time for an Aussie Theory. First question, why is Maury even at the school? Well, let's think about this for a second. What do we know about Maury? One, we know he's from overseas, Japan, presumably. Two, we know he's really smart and knows how to manipulate people into thinking a certain way, hence getting certain candidates elected in school. Three, from the beginning of this episode, we can be pretty sure that Maury really cares about his sister and is proud of her ability to solve mysteries as well. It's possible he wants to help her fit in, maybe... Four, we know something or some things have happened in the past that he regrets from the fact that he retired from political campaigning and because of this comment from the end of the episode we listened to today. We don't want things to go awry again. Also from this scene, we can maybe deduce that Suzu was also part of whatever went wrong by the way she says, I want to do the right thing. I want to do what is right. What does all of this tell us? Well, Mori is mysterious, knows how to manipulate people, and it sounds like he enjoys it. It's possible that he did something so bad previously that his whole family had to move. 
The most likely case, though, is that Maury is a recovering, power-hungry, functioning sociopath who is literally just creating mysteries, partially to mess with Jones and Parker, and possibly also partially to help his sister fit in at school. In the end, this episode asks more questions than it answers, but the questions it asks are pretty intriguing, don't you think? Anyway, that does it for this episode of the Odyssey Scoopcast. Check us out online at odysseyscoop.com or odysseyscoopcast.com or check out the forum at odysseyscoop.com forum. I'm Garrett Vandenberg, and remember, never be without the Odyssey Scoop. <laughs>